Hello and welcome to the Tarot for the Modern Reader podcast. I am your host, Liza, and this is episode number 17, Tarot Birth Cards and Personal Year Cards. So what are tarot birth cards? Well, these are the cards that correspond to your birth date. They utilize your birth date the same way that numerology does to help you understand the unique patterns and blueprint of your life. So with tarot, we take that one step further and we relate your number to its corresponding major arcana card. So this matters for all of us because our card or cards are a major clue about how we approach life, problem solve the issues that our tarot readings uncover, and teach us about the major lessons that we're here to learn in this lifetime. So I hope that you are excited to get into this week's episode with me. This is one of my absolute favorite topics in tarot. If you know anything about me, I love to talk and teach about court cards, the astrology of tarot, and tarot birth and year cards. So this topic is one that I am super excited to share with you today, and I think it's one that all of us can benefit from. Whether you're a card reader or not, these are cards that everyone needs to know about in their lives, and it's something that you can use in your readings with your clients in addition to knowing how your cards affect you in your life as well. So let's get into it. Okay, do you know what your birth cards are? So in today's episode, we're going to cover what the different types of numbers in your birth date indicate and how to calculate your own. So this episode is just scratching the surface of what numerology and tarot birth cards can do. We're going to focus exclusively on the constellation of cards that correspond to the date of your birth. However, there are also cards that correspond to your given name as well, but that will be for another episode. So we're also going to cover your personal year card. So just like your tarot birth cards, the cards that are special and significant to us for the day, month, and year that we are born, we also have a yearly tarot card. So this card changes each year and it operates like a birth card, but on a smaller scale. So this card will highlight the major lessons that we're to learn that year. And in the corresponding fashion, it'll highlight the types of events and energies that we're likely to encounter that year as well. Now, these are topics that are definitely worth exploring. Knowing this information about yourself will help you explore yourself and your approach to the world around you in greater depth. Knowing the birth date of your client, if you read for others, will help you understand them at a fundamental level, how they approach problems and what type of year they are in. All of this is a treasure trove of information that will help you deliver an even more powerful and impactful reading to those people that are coming to you for guidance. So the most significant card is your soul purpose card. This is the card numbered between one and nine that defines the sole purpose your soul came here to fulfill in this lifetime. The lessons inherent in this card are critical to your time on this earth plane. This is calculated by adding up the digits in your birthday. So you'll reduce them down by adding them together until you get to the single digit. Now, there are several ways to do this. However, 
For the purpose of obtaining other birth card numbers, we want to add them in a way that leads to the largest number possible and then reduce it from there. The reason for this is because it's important to know before you reduce your number, you know, through one through nine to see if it's something already larger than 10 to 22 and if it reduces down to something in that uh, numerical frame as well before it reduces again to a single digit or if it's a number that is larger than 22 and when you add it together it goes right to something between one and nine. So there are a couple of ways and a couple of reasons for this. So if you do indeed get a number, when you first add your numbers together, when you go across your birth date, um, when you add up each of those digits, if you get a number that is between 10 and 22, or the first, or it's bigger than that, but the first reduction is between 10 and 22, that number is called our personality card. Now this is indicative of our personality itself. And it's always going to be the higher octave of the card that it reduces down to. So if your personality card is 18, your soul card is nine. If your personality card is 15, your soul card is six. So it's always what those two numbers added together um, equal. That's the lesser number. That's the smaller number of your pair. So in any event, the personality card, something between 10 and 22, is indicative of your personality. So this contains the traits and behaviors that you learn and express in your childhood. Now, we don't all have a a separate personality number. So for some people, like myself, people whose number initially is larger than 22, it can then reduce immediately to a single digit. So like for mine, my birthday adds up to 36, but when I add three and six together, it reduces down to nine. So I go right from something that's larger than any of the major arcanas right into a single digit. So in this instance, the personality number and the soul are the same. So it can be said that if you are one of these people, you are very focused in this lifetime on your soul's mission. Your personality card is your soul card. Now we also have some additional birth cards. For some of us, there's a shadow card. This is a card that's associated with your soul and your personality numbers as well. These cards show the things that are hidden from us by ourselves, by our psyches. They're the things in our shadows. These are our greatest teachers. In our early years, they can be difficult. But as we get older, we learn to work with and integrate our shadows. Then they can become valuable lessons and teachers for us. And I've also read that this you know, transition occurs somewhere around your first Saturn return. So that Saturn return time, uh, 29 and a half, is around the time that we make this switch from these shadows that are our challenges in our youth to becoming our teachers as we get older. So lastly, we have cards that show our lessons and our opportunities. So unlike the cards above, which are all major arcana cards, and I will explain in greater detail how we get shadow cards and you know what cards those are and, and how those all work together. Um, but unlike those major arcana cards, our lessons and our opportunities are our minor arcana cards. So for example, if your soul purpose card is the hermit, and that's card number nine, then each of the nines in the minor arcana 
are your most prominent lessons and opportunities in this lifetime. So the lessons and opportunity cards are the same numerical card number that is associated with your soul card. Uh, your, I'm sorry, your personality card. Your, your, not your personality. Yes, your soul. Your soul number, your soul purpose. That number, that single digit, one through nine, is the same one that will correspond to your minor card. So if you have a six as your soul purpose card, then the sixes are your lessons and opportunities cards um, from the minor arcana. Okay, that was a mouthful. So constellations. Tarot constellations is a term that relates to each group of tarot birth cards. So all of the cards that I listed off that we're going to talk about, your soul purpose card, your personality card, your shadow cards, and your lesson and opportunities cards. These cards all together make up a group of cards that we call a constellation. So these tarot birth cards are grouped according to numerology. Now this first uh, was pioneered by Angeles Arian, but this was later taught and studied extensively by Mary Kay Greer. And she has written several books on the subject. If you want to look further into this, uh, more than just what we talk about in this episode, if you want to get into discovering all the details of your specific constellation, then I would recommend uh, her book on the subject. Her original book is now out of print, which was called Tarot Constellations. But in recent years, she has authored another book called Who Are You in the Tarot, um, which is more like an updated version of that, I believe. And I would highly recommend that for anyone who wants to go further and deeper with tarot birth cards and year cards. This is just the tip of the iceberg. There is such a wealth of knowledge to be discovered on this subject. So (laughs) if you get that book, it'll satisfy even the most curious of tarot seekers. Okay, so a constellation consists of the major arcana that reduces down to the same single digit as well as the coordinating minor arcana cards. Like I was saying, so for example, card 14, temperance, reduces to the number 5 because when we add 1 plus 4, which is the number for temperance, those numbers together equal 5, which is the card for the hierophant. The five cards in the minor arcana then also belong to this constellation. So some constellations actually have three major arcana, and these are the constellations that have um, the three and the four and the one and the two. So one, two, three, four. Those are your major arcana cards that have three cards in the constellation. So let me give you an example. The empress is card number three. In her constellation is the hanged man and the world because the hanged man is 12, which equals three, and the world is 21, which equals three. So we have the same thing with uh, the magician because the magician is one, and then the wheel of fortune, one plus zero, And then the sun, which is one plus nine. So those cards all break down to one. So you can do the same thing with the two and the four. And with the four, the third card in that constellation is the fool, even though it is not technically numbered 22. um, You know, like some, some people, some schools consider it potentially card zero or card 22. But if we had to assign it to a constellation, that is the one it would be assigned to. Okay, so finding your soul purpose. This is step number one. Your soul purpose card is your 
birthday card. So once you do this, you know what constellation you belong to, and then you can begin the process of discovering your true nature. You can look at all the cards in your constellation from there and determine which ones, if any, are your personality card and or your shadow cards. Now there are several different combinations and possibilities depending on your constellation and your exact birth date. So in this particular episode, I'm not gonna go through all nine constellations um, individually. That might be something that we do a series on at some point. Right now in this episode, what I wanna do is break down for you exactly how to find your soul purpose card and what the differences are between your personality and shadow cards. So you know, uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, what your cards are. So the first step to calculating those numbers is to um, add your birth date. So I like to do this, the, the way that I find is the most simple is to do this in a linear fashion. So I would literally start at the left and just work my way to the right. So my birthday is 7-14-1997. So I actually have a lot of sevens in my birthday, even though I am not a seven. I don't belong to a seven constellation, but even my day itself, 14, is a multiple of seven. So that's something to keep in mind too. Even though um, your birthday itself might equal one constellation, it's always interesting to see if you have repeating numbers in your birth date because those numbers are significant to you for um, as well. But that also can be another episode. So moving on, seven plus one plus four, plus one, plus nine, plus seven, plus seven. That's how I do it. Seven plus one is eight, plus four is 12, plus the one, plus the nine, plus the seven, plus the seven, all the way across the board equals 36. Now this is a number that's bigger than 22. So we talked about this. Um, But when I add it together, three plus six is nine. So now I have a number that is a single digit. So I do not have a separate personality card. If you are a person whose birthday adds to more than 22 and reduces to less than 10, you do not have a personality card. If you have a number that adds to something initially between 10 and 22, you have a personality a personality card. And when you add those two digits together, whatever they add up to, that is your soul card. If you have a number that is larger, that when you add those numbers together, those numbers first give you an answer that is between 10 and 22, you also have a personality card. And then again, you reduce it to find your soul number or your soul purpose. So what is a shadow card? How do you figure out which cards are your shadow cards? Well, this goes along with your personality card and any other major cards in your constellation. Your shadow card is any major card in your constellation that does not appear in your calculation. So first of all, it's never your sole purpose number. It's never one through nine. So in the above example, I don't have a personality number since I went from 36 to nine. Therefore, the other major arcana card in my constellation, the moon, is my shadow card. Now, if you have one of the constellations between one and four where there are three major arcanas, then you could possibly have your personal, um, your soul card. You could have a personality card and you could have a shadow card. You're definitely going to have at least your soul purpose card and a shadow card. 
Now, if you go from a number over 22 to a single digit, you can have a soul card, your um, soul purpose card, and two shadow cards. If you're in the constellations between five and nine, where there are only two major arcana, like myself, then it's possible to have a soul purpose card and a shadow card with no personality card like me. Or you could have your soul um your soul card and you could have a personality card with no shadow card. Now, in so if you're someone whose number um, first reduces to something between 10 and 22, then you're going to have that as your personality card and you're going to have your sole purpose card as the single digit and you won't have a shadow card. Now, in Mary Kay Greer's book, uh, Who Are You in the Tarot? She calls this, she calls these cards five through nine, the nighttime cards, because temperance begins at sunset card. We're talking about five, right? Card number 14, which correlates down to five. And the remaining cards, 14, 15, 16, 17, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, um, all of those cards occur before the rise of the sun. It's temperance through the moon. So she says that these cards already have their shadow qualities intrinsically built into them. So I thought that was interesting. Okay, now a quick word about the minors. So on this note, you know how to figure out your uh, tarot birth card. If you have any questions about this, post them in the Facebook group, which is Tarot for the Modern Reader. Um, and we can help you work through the math and figure out which yours are if you're having any trouble on that. So a quick word on the minors. These cards bring your lessons and your opportunities throughout your lifetime. So these will be the energies that you see most often in your life that are helping you integrate the lessons of your soul purpose card, your personality card, and your shadow cards. These are also the cards that offer the most opportunity to you. So these are the opportunities that will arise to help you meet the challenges and lessons that your major arcana birth cards are offering to you. So when these cards come up in a reading for yourself, you should be considering these as more significant. You might resonate or identify with these cards more deeply as well. Anytime any of the cards in your constellation come up in a reading for you, those are cards and readings that you want to pay closer attention to. Now, your personal tarot year card. This is calculated in the same way as your sole purpose card. However, instead of the year you were born, you use the current year with your month and day of birth. So for me, like this particular year, we're recording this in 2022, I would use 7 plus 14 plus 2022 instead of my birth year. So this will describe the theme of the year that you are currently in. Some people do this for the actual calendar year itself, January to January. Other people will do it from birthday to birthday. And some people, including myself, will use both. So personally, I will consider the energy. I'll take, you know, this year, 2022, and whatever that is, whatever that card is, for me, it's the star this year from the beginning of the year until my birthday, I have that energy, but I'm also feeling the previous year's energy all the way up until my birthday. And then from the time of my birthday to the end of the year, to me, that'll just be the pure star energy. And then once January comes around again, that star energy for me will still continue up until my next birthday but I'll also have the energy of that current year coming in as well. 
And actually, for me, the star was last year, 2021. We're already in 2022, but for me, it still feels like a star year. At the time that we are recording this, I have not had my birthday yet this year. So I am having that star energy plus the next card, which I haven't calculated mine yet. Um, It is probably the moon Um, But you can't say for sure because they don't always follow one after another. At some point, they make a break in a certain way and you go back to one of the earlier cards. But let's just say it's the moon for the sake of this conversation. So from now until my birthday, I'm feeling both of those cards. And then from my birthday to the end of the year, it'll only be the new card, the moon card. So these are the lessons and the things that I'll be encountering this year, right? So by my birthday, I'll begin to integrate this new card into my life and it'll be the only energy I carry until the end of the year. Then the cycle will repeat. So you might also notice significant life events that match the corresponding personal year card that you are in. So in a star year or in a moon year, I should be seeing life events that are in alignment with the themes of those cards. And then there are the events that are very significant in your life, events that are significant to your soul purpose, usually will occur in your soul card years. So for me, nine years have always been, you know, very important years in my life. The most significant things that have happened for me in my life have often happened in nine years. Okay, so that is the tarot birth cards, how to calculate your birth cards, what the different constellations are, how to understand the cards in your constellation, and how to calculate your year card. And if you think that this is something that you are interested in learning more about and you'd like to see a series on the um, individual constellations, let me know. If I think there is uh, some interest and popularity in that, maybe that's something that we will tackle next. And again, if you are looking to go deeper on this, um, deeper on your own constellation, then I would highly recommend Mary's book, Who Are You in the Tarot? It is absolutely the most in-depth, helpful, book for discovering your true nature. She covers not just your birth cards, but also the cards that are associated with the numerology of your name and some work on the court cards in there as well, which you know is a favorite of mine. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next one. Have a great week.